Good morning, everyone. It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio.
And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Mark, chapter 6, verses 30 through 56. Here's an overview of what we're going to be reading about in Scripture today here in the New Testament. Mark uses the word apostles here, and in chapter 3, verse 14. Apostle simply means one sent, as messenger, authorized agent, or missionary. The word became an official title for Jesus' twelve disciples after his death and resurrection. When Jesus asked the disciples to provide food for over 5,000 people, well, they were amazed and said, it would take a small fortune to feed such a crowd. How do you react when you're given an impossible task? A situation that seems impossible with human resources is simply an opportunity for God 
The disciples did everything they could by gathering the available food and organizing the people into groups. Then, in answer to prayer, God did the impossible. When facing a seemingly impossible task, do what you can and ask God to do the rest. He may see fit to make the impossible happen. The uh, disciples didn't want to believe. Perhaps because, uh, number one, they couldn't accept the fact that this human named Jesus was really the Son of God. Or number two, they dared not believe that the Messiah would choose them as his followers. Perhaps, number three, they still didn't understand the real purpose for his mission, his coming to earth. Their disbelief took the form of misunderstanding. I mean, even after watching Jesus miraculously feed 5,000 people, they still could not take the final step of faith and believe that he was God's son. If they had, they would not have been amazed that Jesus could walk on water. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. February 23rd, the New Testament. Mark chapter 6, verses 30 through 56. The apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour and told him all they had done and taught. Then Jesus said, Let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. So they left by boat for a quiet place where they could be alone. But many people recognized them and saw them leaving, and people from many towns ran ahead along the shore and got there ahead of them. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Late in the afternoon, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat. But Jesus said, You feed them. With what? they asked. We'd have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. How much bread do you have? he asked. Go and find it. They came back and reported, We have five loaves of bread and two fish. Then Jesus told the disciples to have the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of fifty or a hundred. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. He also divided the fish for everyone to share. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward... The disciples picked up twelve baskets of leftover bread and fish. A total of five thousand men and their families were fed from those loaves. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida, while he sent the people home. After telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him, but Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then he climbed into the boat, and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed. 
for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. After they had crossed the lake, they landed at Gennesaret. They brought the boat to shore and climbed out. The people recognized Jesus at once, and they ran throughout the whole area, carrying sick people on mats to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he went, in villages, cities, or the countryside, they brought the sick out to the marketplaces. They begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe, and all who touched him were healed. Psalm 40, verses 1 through 10. Waiting for God to help us is not easy, but David received four benefits from waiting. Number one, God lifted him out of his despair. Number two, God set his feet on solid ground. Number three, God steadied him as he walked. And number four, God put a new song of praise in his mouth. Now the religious ritual of David's day involved sacrificing animals in the tabernacle. David said these acts were meaningless unless done for the right reasons. Today we often make rituals of going to church or taking communion or paying tithes. I take joy in doing your will, my God. Jesus portrayed this attitude of obeying and serving God. And he came as the prophets foretold, proclaiming the good news of God's righteousness and forgiveness of sins. Psalm 40, verses 1 through 10. For the choir director, a psalm of David. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud, or in those who worship idols. O oh, Lord my God! You have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, Look, I have come as is written about me in the Scriptures. I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. I have told all your people about your justice. I have not been afraid to speak out, as you, O Lord, well know. I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 11 and 12. The words of the godly are a life-giving fountain. The words of the wicked conceal violent intentions. Hatred stirs up quarrels, but love makes up for all offenses. Take me to the king I don't have much to
Good morning, this is Pastor Mike. I'll be reading Darlene Sala's devotional, You Are His, and today's title is Freedom. I'll be reading John eight thirty six. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Perhaps you think of the Bible as a book full of only rules and regulations. It tells you to stop doing what you want and insists that you start doing what you have no interest in doing. I have good news for you. Yes, there are rules in the Bible. They were put there so that we would know what God's standards are. But God knew we would never keep all His laws. So God sent His Son to earth to die on the cross to pay for our sins. He offers us forgiveness for all that we have done wrong. Yes, all of it. When we ask for His forgiveness and place our faith in Him, He puts the Holy Spirit in our hearts to help us obey and live for Him. That's real freedom. No more need to put up with guilty feelings. No more fear that God is out to get you when you mess up. If you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ to forgive your sins, you have freedom to come to God who loves you deeply and will forgive you when you ask Him. Even people who are already having a relationship with Jesus sometimes forget that they don't have to carry around a load of guilty feelings. Keep your conscience clean by confessing any known sin to the Lord. Don't live another day as a slave to sin and guilt. Find the true freedom that comes from knowing you are totally forgiven. Jesus, the Son of God, said, If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Let's go! Let's go. Oh, your life, man? I know a lot of people that are scared to go die. Couple of them thinking they'll be living in the sky. While I'm here living, man, I gotta ask why. What am I here for? I gotta figure out. Waste my life, no, I gotta make it count. If Christ is real, then what am I gonna do about? Everything in Luke 12, 15, out of 21, you really gotta go and check it out. Paul said, if Christ ain't resurrected, we wasted our lives. But that implies that our life's built around Jesus being alive. Everything I live, we tryna show the world why. Christ is more than everything I'll ever try. Better than pretty women to sit in the living to get a minute of any women, a minute you and I. It ain't no lie, we created for out of the dust, he made. Alexa said he saved us for Jesus comes and he breaks us for Magnify the Father, our Father was something lesser He made us so we could bless him To the world we can bless him, resurrect him So I know I got life, matter of fact better man I know I got Christ You don't see his ways in my days and my nights You can hit my brakes, you can stop my life Till I lost my rights, lost my life Forget the money cause it's lost that ice The cost is Christ, they can never offer me anything On the planet that will cost that price The devil just can't hang with us Christian youth, never stand with us Living a dream, giving a vision Fulfilling the commission he handed us London to Los Angeles The rap evangelist My daddy wouldn't abandon us I got a backpack full of jacks And I give it on him So are you ready to jam with us? So let's go Give me the word and let's go Persecution, let's go Tribulation, let's go Across the nation, let's go Across the nation, let's go I'm going to 
on the cross in the cold Now for the young and the old Can't say you never know Heaven knows How many souls are going to hell and to heaven So we gotta go in to get them You trying to figure out what to do with your life You make a lot of money, hope you're doing it right Because the money is God, you better steward it right And stay focused, you ain't got no ride Your life ain't wrapped up in what you drive The clothes you wear, the job you work The color of your skin, now you're Christian first People get to living for a job Take a little money, start living for a car Get my wife, a house, kids, and a dog When they retire, they're living high on the hall But guess what, they didn't ever really live it all To live is Christ, and that's Paul, I recall To die is gain, so for Christ, we give it all Keep the treasure, you never find in the mall See your money, your singleness, marriage, talent, your time They will only you to show the world concludes today's broadcast. I pray that everyone who tuned in today was blessed by what they heard, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.